Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DJs, it's time to talk about DJN gear. Have y'all been to DJN shop lately? It's got all kinds of great crap you can put a DJN logo on. For real. They've got teddy bears, Santa hats, aprons, ankle socks, water bottles, throw pillows, and even froopy mason jars that come with a straw and a handle. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast with a freaking mug. It's really that simple, and it does make a difference, folks. So please, head on over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop, do yourself a favor, and up your decor. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. out there searching for intelligent life because they have yet to find any on our own planet. And now we bring in Sex Panther. Note this day, Arch said something nice. I'm a chicken shit, so I'm taking the points. That right there is a fireball finch. That doesn't get that doesn't get into my skin at all. Guys, just, these guys can't just be pounded on all the time. I was wondering if you were getting pounded by that. I can do it fast. Let's just open up this imaginary hole. Just slide right in. Trey Lance package. Wait until this Sunday. We got a treat for you. That's for sure. Yeah, they do. Oh boy. I don't like them right now. They don't like you either. Bud C League legalized drugs. Jumping right into it. Jimmy G is one game away from making his second Super Bowl, and all he's got to do is not throw a touchdown. They're not the Rams. They can't just just turn the ball over left and right and still win the game. You've done that before? It can be kind of messy if you don't know what you're doing. I, I have a tool, but I, I hate using the tool. I just use the finger. I think finger better. Finger does it. Yeah, finger does it. <laughs> Run your finger along and give it a nice, smooth line. I'm trying, to, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make a fucking point here, and Jesus Christ, let me fucking finish. Zen Master. Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I'm joined by someone who is cool as a cucumber. He's our local Taoist and recently deemed Zen Master. It's Mad Max, Zen Master Mad Max. I, I wish you a deep woo-saw, and welcome to the Sunday pod. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, it's it's. There's been many iterations of Max on this podcast. Uh, high Road Max, of course, has made plenty of appearances here. Uh, always take the high road. I never never take the cheap shots at Panther when he misses a show or anything. Uh, and, and now the Zen Master. I'm I'm really as I've turned a leaf. It's a new year. I'm 
I'm just uh, I'm trying to be calm and collective max and and uh, I'm not gonna let Panther get to me. Uh, it's, it's just not gonna happen. And in fact, if you listen to the brilliant song that that uh, just played in in the intro here before the show, you would hear at the end of it that uh, that Zen Master uh, Max didn't last a single fucking day. <laughs> Well, you're just you you were just staking your claim as Zen Master is what you were doing right there. You know, I was you have defending to, the crown of Zen Master. <laughs> right. You have to you had to butt out all the other people who were trying to get in there as Zen Master. But you know, uh that actually brings us right into something we're gonna talk about here. You, as always, send me all kinds of beautiful media to partake in and to uh endure throughout my week. Now, this was uh it, in, in stark contrast to uh, the David Lynch film that I watched last week <laughs> for Arch, uh, this was uh, – you sent me an album by group Ministry with, Sym- with Sympathy. And this was their first album from 1983. Max, t- tell me about this band. Tell me about uh, how you came into contact with this. So, so here's the thing, and let's set the table too. You're talking about uh, Lost Highway, by the way. I love Lost Highway. Fucking oh yeah, great goddamn film. Uh, great oh, soundtrack yeah. too. I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails fan. So Trent Reznor put that, uh, assembled that soundtrack together. He's got uh, you know some songs on it. He did Perfect Drug specific for that. They got a great Smashing Pumpkins song I on that album. Uh, Romstein. That was my first introduction to Romstein. So uh, you know oh, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, uh, Industrial Legends, and Ministry, known as Industrial Legends. In fact. Uh, one of the inspirations for Nine Inch Nails was Ministry. His uh, Trent's uh, relationship with Al Jorgensen is still, to this day, you know, w- one of the uh, cooler ones in the industry. And then they, they in the similar area, you know, Al out of Chicago and and Trent out of, you know, the Pennsylvania Cleveland area. Uh, so you know, they, they they ran in the same circles. Now, Ministry, I've seen them numerous fucking times, man. They're one of the hardest bands out there. You know, just. You know, if you've ever seen the movie AI, uh, the band that's playing in the movie is actually Ministry, and oh, um, okay, and how that came together is uh, Ministry would sample a lot of Stanley Kubrick films in their albums. So uh. St- uh, Kubrick became a huge fan of Ministry and had in their note his notes while writing uh, AI uh, ab- about this. And when Spielberg came across these notes, he reached out to Al and said, "Hey, you know, would you like to do some music for the movie? Would you like to be in the movie?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah." Uh, even on the red carpet premiere, like Al takes his uh, his classic cowboy hat and puts it on Spielberg's head on the red carpet. You know, so um, I love Ministry. Now, with sympathy, is uh, my God, it, it is their first album, and it's yeah. nothing like Ministry. It is a synth yes. pop fucking album that. Um, if you listen to interviews from Al, he disowns it completely, saying, hey, this was studio garbage. I was forced to do it. They made me. They paid me, blah, 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 blah. I call bullshit on it, though, because <laughs> now we're going to get into the analysis of this. Is uh, A couple weeks ago, I'm in my car. I got uh, Sirius satellite radio in, in my car, right? And I have the notifications when one of the bands that I like is on. So I get the notification ministries on. So I like, fuck, yeah, put it on. And it's 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 from With Sympathy, right? You know, it's, it's oh, my God. It's a... Uh, um, uh, the song Revenge from from With Sympathy. And I'm like, oh, Alrighty. okay. And I, you know, it's like I've been ages since I've listened to this goddamn album. Probably 20 years since I've listened to this album. Like, oh, no lie. It's been forever. And I found myself saying, it's like, I remember, like, listening to it jokingly. It's like, okay, this is just a part of Ministry's collection, yada, yada, yada. And then on, on this recent listen, I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I get it synth pop, but there's elements of the ministry sound in there that if you threw in the hard thrashing guitar here, that's mm-hmm. a ministry song. 
it so is. I, I kind of feel like the bones, like what Al wanted to do is in there. So for him to completely disown this, I think he's being dishonest. I think there's a lot of elements in here. And if you listen to very early Nine Inch Nails, I mean, uh, Pretty Hate Machine has some synth pop elements to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, up above it, you know, down in it. Like, I mean, that's a, it's got these, these elements of synth pop in it. And before that, if you listen to the really early Nine Inch Nails, it's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just synth pop. And so I, I kind of feel like, you know, this is a damn good synth pop album. It's one of the better ones out there. And it's also got the DNA of what would become ministry. Just throwing some hard guitars and, and there you go. Absolutely. You know, when I uh, at first listened to this album, I'll be honest, this really hit me as like a time capsule of the 80s. It really like the, the the sounds that were on this album was just, you know, a lot of programmed synths, a lot of uh, uh, drum sounds that are quintessential. There's just a fuck ton of reverb on everything. I mean, like just a lot. Everything is drenched. It's it's it really is. So uh, like the quintessential. So it was it was it could have all been like uh the breakfast club soundtrack mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know like there's there's something about it that is just like so like it fits in this time period and like uh like i, I couldn't be wearing a members only jacket and listening <laughs> to this like i, I had to, I, I would have had to have like the right uh nail polish and eyeliner on you know it felt there was something about this in that way and i really did enjoy this album and i completely ripped off one of the songs let's hope i don't get dcma'd <laughs> uh for that but that was what i did for the song this week so the song it may sound a little bit like you know something you've heard before it may sound kind of familiar that's because it should be it's all it already exists <laughs> i i i mean i i love this song i man like i i really when you sent it to me it's just like oh my god this is brilliant this is exactly what i wanted this is what i wanted when we i knew we were talking ministry a little bit um, to touch on uh, just real quick on a couple of the songs, yeah. I would say like the first like three songs are legitimately fucking good, fun songs. It's Effigy, yeah, Revenge, and I wanted to tell her, oh my god, there's some breakdowns in fucking I wanted to tell her that are just so goddamn good. And you just listen to like the repetitiveness, and that that's one of the uh the hallmarks of ministry is there's this repetitive nature to this industrial sound where it's like you know, the, the drum loops several times in a row and the guitar riff does over and over again, you know, and, and a, a little sneak peek into the history of of, of Mad Max here. When, when I was in high school, I, of course, was in a, a band, right? And uh, we were heavily inspired by ministry. So we had that very repetitive, uh, you know, the drums and the, and the guitars kind of, you know, looped after a while, a little breakdown and then back to the repetitiveness so we we were heavily inspired by ministry in 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 my uh high school band now i need to keep digging into this a little bit further so this high school (laughs) band what was the name of the band i i can't say that you can't say it no i can't say it is it is it too hot for for a podcast I I, I can tell you, you off. I could tell you off air. I cannot. Oh. say it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. Oh, it it's, has, it's a it has very. Too much it's a very unique name. And if if people oh, did some uh-oh. digging, uh, I'm sure there's a MySpace page that exists. Oh goodness. Okay, so you're you're leaving some breadcrumbs. I'm leaving breadcrumbs here. for people. To, you're to leaving. Find you're Mad leaving high school like band. I'm sure there's probably some recordings that are on MySpace somewhere. I swear to fucking God. Now, yeah. did you play both bass and bass synth in this band? Uh, yes and yes. Okay, and, nailed it. And I did drum programming. I, oh, of course. I, 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 I played the keyboard. Um, and oh in, in some of the songs I sang. Wow. 
Yeah. That's I mean, you you so this was this was this was like a Mad Max passion project. I mean, kind of. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny as I, you know, I had um, the guitarist in the band lived right next door to me. So, I mean, like uh, late nights of just like jamming at my house and, oh, and yeah. putting stuff together. And then um, the 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 lead singer would come over and we would just be drinking and fucking partying and stuff like that. And just, yeah, we'd lay stuff down. And then yeah, I, I had um, an actual eight track recorder. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So I, I did this. I, you know, I did a lot of, in fact, I think almost all of the sounds that exist, they got converted to, to digital, but I, I recorded them on a track and I pinged, uh, for, um, you know, the, to the different tracks. So, I mean, I created oh like a 32 layer, uh, right. track system with, with an eight track player. Yeah. Right. You're just mixing down every, you yeah, know, exactly. Once, yeah. once, yeah. once you have a full yep. thing set up and you're like, all right, yep. let's, let's hope this mix sticks, <laughs> which, which was, again, was heavily inspired, inspired by, uh, what the Beatles used to do. I mean, it's, you know, you'd hear these sounds where it's like, how the fuck did they do this is 164 different layers and it's like nah they did with an a-track recorder and it blows my fucking mind right 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 there's there's certain things in uh the history of music like that that are just in it 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 really changed the game for for music but you know with that process with the mixes you go oh my goodness there's a lot Mm -hmm. of uh, one of the problems with that is the cacophony of sound that you get you know which is so many things living all over the place and um essentially this is one thing that I run into, and this is getting super nerdy, but EQing stuff and giving stuff a, a specific place in a mix based yeah, on its right, EQ. Right, right. There's there's a lack of that and just an existence of the pure sound of everything. And at times that can be deeply distracting. Now, with the ministry stuff, it was not distracting because there's like only seven sounds in a yeah. time. <laughs> Exactly. You know, right. and so and so that's why it was so also easy for me to recreate. I literally used like one bass synth, one arpeggiator, and a fake string sound. Done. Done. That you I'm, playing sax though, right? And that was me playing sax. Oh, of course. That, oh, that was me on Beautiful. the sax. Yeah. They, again, again, you have to you have to crank the reverb. You turn it right up to eleven, and you and you you, you put it on big room setting, and you just <laughs> let it go. So it's nice uh, sax. I like to refer to that as the saxophone alone in an alley. Love whenever it. I'm Love whenever it. I'm recording with with my boy Soundbender. That's, and and we're doing a passage that needs something like that. I I always describe it as alone in an alley. And if it's not reverby enough, I, I say it needs to be more alone. It needs to be deeper <laughs> in the alley. I need you. I need I need this alley to be darker. You know, like like you have to describe the alley a little bit more. This is this is the artist coming out here, Mad Max. Yeah, this is, this is the prostitute after John just crying in the alley. That, <laughs> that, that kind of alone, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I need I need this to ring. I need all of this the feral cats on the street to feel this. <laughs> <laughs> all right well mad max you and i are recording bright and early this sunday morning so y'all know we've got all kinds of great lines to look at every sunday i check in with the djs about how their week's been going what they're seeing what they're looking to do in the next week and what they like today so mad max let's let's go back to saturday mm. and let's think about saturday nothing nothing important happened with any nfl bearing at all on saturday did it you know, funny to wait until the NFC Championship for uh, news of Tom Brady's retirement to leak. I mean, way to way to fucking steal the thunder on this one, Rob. I mean, you're not playing in the game, so the thunder gets seriously, stolen. seriously. It's like my sister getting married in the same month as my birthday. Oof! Sorry, Come on, Say, thanks, thanks, Ruby. Brutal, brutal, brutal. I, I know your mom in the Bridge Club listening. So, oh yeah, the Bridge, uh, the Bridge Club heard that, and Ruby yeah, will never yeah. hear that. So. Yeah. <laughs> Great job. Your mom will protect you. Your mom. Will oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm safe. I'm safe. <laughs> she I'm she safe. keeps your secrets, right? Yeah. She she insulates me much like you guys insulated yourselves emotionally with this week's bets. We we will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, there's um, 
before we get into like talking about the implications of Tom Brady's retirement, there's some discrepancies of whether he's retiring or not. Uh, the news broke yesterday that he is retiring. His father then came out and said, no, he hasn't retired. Uh, the oh Bucks God. organization says we haven't heard anything. Uh, his Tom Brady's agents like, I, you know, you're going to hear it from Tom if you're going to hear it from anyone else. So some discrepancies over whether he's going to retire now. The main reason for that or the catalyst is if he waits until February 4th, he gets $15 million. Oh, he gets to cash in more of a check? Yeah, yeah, because there was a, bo- a signing bonus that was deferred to February 4th. So if he retires now, he loses the $15 million. If he waits until February 4th to announce his retirement, he gets that paycheck and then he can retire. Oh, my God. So, so this the, is, so this is like Aaron Rodgers. Over this, oh, my God. He still could be retiring. Right. But, but it's just, just going to get dragged out for like another like a couple of weeks. Happy Super week. Bowl, everyone. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, you know, this is this is just like having your sister getting married in the same month as your birthday. You know, it's just stealing the thunder. It's just stealing. I, it's, it's, it's even stealing worse the than that, too, because imagine dragging it out like past your birthday you i know. know i mean like it's like okay oh she's getting god. married we just don't know just, when just it's get out of here this month oh uh, my god you know and so i mean that's that's it so now let's let's pretend he is retiring mm-hmm. let's play the pretend game that, that he actually right. retiring and what this means for the league uh the legacy and all that um i sent right. you guys on twitter in our private chat, uh, you know, the breakdown, he's played 22 years, but let's just, you know, for, for even sake, let's just break it down into every seven years. So he, there's like three Tom Brady's. There was the, the young Tom Brady that, you know, kind of hit the scene and, and ended up winning three Super Bowls. There's the, uh, the, other, the middle Tom Brady who we call like, Oh, this is the, you know, the legend right here. And then there's right. the latter half of the, his career, the last seven years, which he's become the goat, right? The greatest of all time. Right. In that middle section, the middle seven years, he did not win a single Super Bowl. by the way, he won three in his first seven years and then four in his last seven years. Fucking let that soak in over <laughs> the last seven years or eight years of he's won four goddamn fucking Super Bowls. That's how amazing of a career this guy's had Man. seven rings, uh, 22 seasons, it, you know, it's hard to argue, and I don't think you can argue that he he was the greatest quarterback of all time. You know, the greatest player of all time. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. And well, he was he's the guy who brings up all of the people around him, and that's and that's why you know he can just kind of up and go from a place like New England to Tampa Bay, and it's like oh now they're compet- comp- competitive team right out the mm-hmm. gate. Mm-hmm. Now, now you're competitive. Boom. Like he's he's that kind of a player, and it. It was different waking up today, Mad Max, thinking mm-hmm. that this might be a world where Tom Brady doesn't exist to play football. But here's the thing. I I feel like you're you're speaking the truth here. Now, he may, yes, retire in like a week and a half or two weeks or whatever, just so that he can cash his check. Da, 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 da. But I feel like he I don't I don't I think that there's too much pressure coming from the home about this. You know, mm-hmm. you know, when you make a decision mm-hmm. based on someone else's feelings and not yours right. and then and then that ends up hurting your feelings right like, you're if like you say you say i'm gonna have my wedding in this month right 
Exactly. I'm going to take then, my feelings into account without thinking of other people's feelings. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And, and you know, the other person just buys into it. It's like, okay, yeah, this is totally fine. But that's, that is hurtful then to that person just buying into it and <laughs> nodding their head along with these things. And then, you know, the, the, uh, <laughs> but you see, you see where this is going. I, I think do, that Tom yeah. Brady, I think that Tom Brady at the end of this is, is going to be kicking himself saying, I wish I was in training camp. And he's still, you know, that he's still going to be, you know, uh, averting eating strawberries mm-hmm. and uh, or other lampshades or whatever the hell he calls like spe- those like one style of vegetables and fruits that he doesn't eat, whatever. Like there will be those. Th- he's going to continue to do that. And I think that the drive for him to get in the game or to continue playing this game, it it makes sense. And, and, and that, I, I don't think it's going to leave him just, you know, willy nilly after 22 seasons. I think that he needs to have like a slow transition out. He needs to have like a year where. You know, maybe the legs give out under him and he knows, okay, physically can't do it. It's over. Let's call it. Yes and no. Right. I mean, we've seen legends kind of drag out their careers and and be former. I think ideally he should have went out last year, win the Super Bowl and then retire. Ideally, that should have been the end of his career right there. But we saw this year, he, he's going to be second in MVP voting. He's still got a left, mm-hmm. lot left in the tank. He can still produce out on the field. If he comes back next year, guess what? He's still going to produce on the field. I have not seen any signs of him breaking down. Is he a yeah. step slower? Yes. Um, is he maybe holding on the ball for a fraction of a second longer than he was a few years ago? Yes. He's still fucking good. And he can yeah. still produce better than most of the quarterbacks in this league. And he fucking knows it. So again, I him going out like that, and it was a, it was a great ending to his career, if you will, storming back in that fucking game, almost beating the Rams, making making the championship again. But ideally, you want to go out completely on top. You don't want to be the Michael Jordan that's like limping around and still able to score, you know, forty points here, and then you know, looking exactly gas the next game. You don't want to be that, right? Um, well, you don't want to so- play for the early two thousands Hornets, right? Uh, well, the Wizards, the Wizards, Wizard, the Wizards. Right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh my goodness, the, the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Yeah. Um, oh jeez. Yeah, you don't. You don't want to play for uh, for for them. No, absolutely not. But you know what I'm saying, though. Is I think, yeah. like, I'd be I'd be fine with him if this is the end of it. Like, um, you know, not dragging out that finals. Oh, you know, in a way, like Big Ben kind of went out quietly. I mean, they announced his retirement or possible retirement with a few weeks left, but it wasn't this like farewell tour. I don't think Tom Brady wants a fucking farewell tour. So for him to just like say, uh, I'm done. I think he'd be happy with that. I think you're right though. He's not going to be happy with the decision. Cause he knows that he's top five quarterback in this league. Still. I just don't think it's his decision. I don't know. It's not. Of course it's not his decision. You know, Giselle's I, got his fucking phone saying I'm retired. Yeah. I don't, it, I, I, I really just don't think it's his choice. I, I think that he's being held hostage by his family right now. And you know, as a person who, um, you know, obviously loves their family very much, even when they get married in the same month as their birthday, but also uh, has boundaries. Uh, you got to do things that are are for you. And Tom Brady, if you need to play another year of football, play another year of football, okay? Get it out of your system. <laughs> this is, there's no time better than now. You can't, I mean, yes, you could probably back up a team in like two years or something like that, but you, you, you're not doing that. You want to, you want to be the starter. You, the spotlight needs to be, directly it, it, it's ironic Brady. that this stuff comes out and giselle's getting worried after aaron donald fucking hit him a couple of times that was it that's you know because they changed the goddamn rules of football to protect tom brady if you remember that he, he busts his knee and they're like oh no more of this shit we can't have tom brady injured no 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 and then aaron donald hits him a couple of times and giselle's like no you gotta retire 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I think, I think he's coming back. I just, I just have this feeling that he may farve it up a little bit. And there, there may be, there may be some waffling with the decision here. You know what I, I mean? I kind of hope so. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, of two me. minds. Like, so. for, first off, it's like a good fucking riddance. You're, you've made my fucking life misery. Like, right. bye. Thank yeah, you. Smell you later. And then the other part of it is like, yeah, I want to see this dude play to 50. Yeah. I want to see this guy play at an elite level to a fucking 50 and give the double finger to Goodell and everyone in the league who tried to fucking shut him down and say, oh, yeah. he was washed up a decade ago. Fuck you. I want to right. see him play into 50. Right. Well, and I mean, and, and playing meaningful games into his mid to late forties, yeah, right, which George right. Blandick still, even though George Blanda has the old record, I think of being the oldest person to be a QB in an NFL game at like, what was it? 52. He was, I think he was backup kicker for the Raiders or he was the kicker <laughs> for the Raiders and also like third string emergency quarterback. And he was forced into play uh, at the age of 52. Amazing. Yes. But I mean, that's not necessarily meaningfully no. starting a game or something like that. Tom Brady can still play. He has meaningful snaps, I think, mm-hmm. I think in him. And I mean, he, it, it, it's not going to be as a backup, but mm. I, I think that I think that it, it, I just don't think it could be over. I, I, it can't be over. Giselle, don't don't let it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about my bookie. With my bookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and outer space. That's right. My bookie has odds on uh, who or what is the first organization to send humans to Mars. Now, SpaceX is minus 400, but if Elon Elon can't deliver a Cybertruck on time, do you think he can actually put a human on a different planet? Nope. I'll take my celestial standby with NASA at plus 1500. My bookie is well-traveled and offers quality odds on basically everything. So sign up now using the promo code AbsoluteDGen so we can keep the lights on around here. And my bookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or looking forward to Earth 2, you can bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Yeah, the problem is these billionaires, because they, they just, they're they they can't stay focused, right? I mean, no. The, the moment the moment Bezos gets in outer space, like okay, cool, check that off my list. Now let's try to live forever. Did you well, see I his, mean, star- his recent startup is to try to basically live forever? No, really. Yeah, I'm, no, no. He's just he's just deal. seeking the fountain of youth. That's it. That's it. You ever, oh uh, my god! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ever see the fountain? By the way, the movie the Fountain. Uh, no, wild. Actually. It's oh, so right. fucking okay. wild. Put it, it on my list. Hugh Jackman's in it. It's so fucking wild, man. It's really good. Really good movie. I'm guessing it involves a fountain of youth. Uh, yes, yes. It's 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 maybe find some of those um, delicacies that you were talking to Arch about. Oh, okay. And, and watch that movie. Those tasty bitters. 
Yes, yes, those, those. Yes, that yes, Arch has things. no idea what you're talking about. It's completely wait, wait, unfamiliar nudge, nudge. with for yes. no reason. Yeah, no, uh, it's no, just no, completely yeah, unbelievable. But yeah, well, you put them on your pizza too. You get, you can put those on your pizza. Oh yes, great on pizza. Yeah, great yeah, on pizza. Yeah. You 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 know they are great on pizza. Well, <laughs> let's talk. Well, well, we have Arch on our mind and uh, insulating ourselves emotionally. <laughs> let's talk about your guys's pick here. The with the Bengals Ooh. at the Chiefs. Now, don't you have fun watching these Bengals? I, I mean, uh, uh, it's not fun to watch a QB getting sacked nine times, but <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, well, it kind of is. It, I mean, as <laughs> long as it's not too low, <laughs> i.e. Tom Brady or Joe Burrow last year's. <laughs> yeah, Joe Burrow's ACL last year is waving at him this year being like, hey, <laughs> thanks for protecting me this time around. But no, uh, it's not necessarily that much fun to watch a quarterback get sacked, but the big playability that these Bengals have makes them so dangerous, frankly, much like the Chiefs were maybe a few years ago. I, and now this line has moved. It's been mm. it's been dancing this week between six and a half and seven and a half. And currently where I am, it is at seven and a half. Now, al- although I have zero bearing on where the smart money is or the smart places to be on this one. I mean, seven and a half just feels like too many points for a game like this. Now, would I be surprised if this game was some sort of a letdown in the bat? Uh, the Bengals get completely blown out. No. However, I feel that this is so much more likely to be close. And y'all KO'd on this one, so there's obvious trepidation, but I am jumping on board with you, going dick first into this trap with the Bengals plus the seven and a half. All right, hey, yeah. Um, the Sharps appear to be on the Bengals, but the overwhelmingly public money, everything is hammering the Chiefs here. So that's why that line is getting worse at some of these books. But I mean, really? you know, yeah, but the Sharps seem to be on the side of the Bengals, seeing the value at that seven and a half. I, you know, you can probably get eight. At, at, I mean, here in New Jersey, I think you can get eight at, at some at some books here. So um, I the Chiefs can, can cover the big games. We know that. Um but if you can get the seven and because just think about this, anything over six means if this thing goes to overtime, you win. Right. right? Well, so, so. There, there is a scenario there. There is like a pitchy, pitchy woo woo scenario that could happen where, you know, kick you get the field a goal, kick the field goal. Well, no, no, no. Well, no, no. What I, what I mean is that you have one team that scores first and then they, the other team gives up like an interception return or something like that. Right. Oh, possibly, you could, yeah. You could have yeah, a team. So. There, there is the possibility. This is you have to think about these deep and terrifying possibilities when you're betting on these things. Because God knows, if it could happen, it will happen. And Vegas has accounted for it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's funny. Ah, yeah, yeah. You're totally right. It's fucking these. You know, all, everything comes back to the scoregami. By the way, just fi- finding oh, yes. weird ways to get these numbers on the fucking board that doesn't matter. But I, I totally agree with you, man. I think the, the value is on the Bengals here. It's a, this weird twisted kiss of death with all four of us on. Cincinnati just punches the goddamn ticket for the Chiefs into the Super Bowl, but um, I, I I think that this Bengals team just has enough. They they can run the ball. We know that they can run the ball without an offensive line. They can run the ball. Uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, uh, just unfucking stoppable. Uh, Chiefs Chiefs offense is 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 good. Yeah, it's it's good. I, I just I you know and and Arch is a, a you know closer watcher of the Chiefs football than I am. It's just there's it's off considering the last few seasons and maybe the last right. few seasons were a mirage of how good it, you know, it, it actually was. It's just like, it's some of these plays and I've been saying it all season. Some of these plays that Mahomes used to be able to do, it's not happening anymore. Like a little of that magic is, is, is worn off a bit. 
Uh, still a great fucking team. Tyreek Hill last week looked ungoddamn believable. Like I, I was saying, like, oh man, Tyreek oh, looks, yeah. looks slower this year. He did not look slow last week. He did not look slow yeah. at all last week. Now, give the peace sign to a defender while he's still technically uh, in front of you on the field. <laughs> that that would be considered fast, I would say. Madness. I don't think that's taunting, by the way. You know, well, saying, if you're doing it not, during the play, if it's after the play, maybe it's taunting. But during the play, stop me. I mean, but it wasn't like it was the middle finger. It's peace. I mean, don't we all want peace in the world? I mean, you know, Zen Master nice? Max, Zen Ma- this yeah, is right. All, I'm all about it. <laughs> the Taoist Zen Master Max, you are 100% correct. That is that is, that is exactly <laughs> how it should be. Now, one other thing I'm looking at in this game, just because I'm a complete degenerate, Bengals' first touchdown scorer, Ooh. CJ Uzoma, plus 800. This is a little bit out of left field, but, I mean, you have to think that the Chiefs are going to – bracket jamar chase they're gonna they're they're not just gonna put someone on an island to cover jamar chase they're they're gonna have to just stop the big plays and have some over-the-top help for him that's gonna open up a lot of other stuff once they get into the red zone i mean yes they're probably gonna hand it off joe mixon and he'll probably just run it straight into the end zone but i think there's a bit of value with the cj uzoma bet here and I, i i like him to get in the action here early at least in this game you know what the odds are for Joe Burrow? First touchdown score? Running it in. Yeah. It's like two plus 2,000. I, I what is it? I don't, I don't hate that. It, I, I don't I, hate that. You, you get you get, you get get in there. I th- I, th- I think QB sneak, like running it in. Oh, you think that they're, they're at the one-yard line? Fake, fake, fake to Mixon, he runs it in? Oh, yeah. I, do you, they're going to put that uh, recently reconstructed knee on the line? Yes. He will put his soul on the line here, Maxie. I mean, well, you know, this is the time of year to do that. Okay, so uh, let's see here. I, I just, I'm pulling up the odds right now. Joe Burrow, first touchdown score for the Bengals, plus 2,000. I'll, I'll put 10 bucks on that. Ooh, now that yeah. is spicy. That yeah. is spicy. I th- See, now we're having fun. Now we're having a <laughs> bit of fun here. This is the deep degenerate shit. All right, let's, let's keep on moving on, looking at the other footballs game that is happening today with the San Francisco 49ers at... In the same mm. state. They don't have to travel too far. The L.A. Rams. Mm. Now, Mad Max, last this is your L.A. Rams, by the way. Mm. So mm. now last week I tried to ask Arch about his emotional state surrounding his chief squad. Now, this was probably a dumb question uh, for me because I realize now that Arch experiences emotion differently than other mm. humans. Mm. But to say the least, what is your emotional state around this Ram squad right now? Uh, it's it's. Every single emotion, right? Like I, I pride oh, myself yeah. on 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 being an emotionally intelligent person and understanding uh, how my emotions can in, impact people. Named Panther, um, and and right now it's it's all over the place. Um, I'm excited. Like I'm excited. I I like this Rams team a lot. I think uh, when when they play at the top of their game. I do honestly think that they are the best team in football when they're playing mm-hmm. at the top of their game. Uh, as Panthers pointed out, as, as, as I've uh, agreed with him, it's hard for them to play a full four quarters. I've, I, it rarely happens that they play a full four quarters. They let teams back into games, and, and it's it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I'm definitely excited. I'm, I'm worried. This is a terrible matchup for the Rams. I, I, mm-hmm. I really... Uh, you know, styles make fights type thing. Uh, six six losses in a row to this Niners team. Uh, the, the Shanahan factor versus Yikes. McVay. Uh, there's so many things to hate about it. And then there's the the hope factor that Jimmy G tries to do too much. Like uh, honestly, like that's that my pining hope is that Stafford doesn't try to do too much and Jimmy G does try to do too much, and that's how the Rams win this game. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm 
I'm definitely more of an emotional person than Arch is a fucking robot over there. But, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I wear it on my sleeves. Uh, last week, I'll tell you, it was a goddamn roller coaster watching that game. My family was probably having a fucking field day watching me. I was on the floor at one point. Like, you know, <laughs> I looked like a screaming child just like banging my fists on the floor. Oh, my watching God. The game and then like covering my eyes during that last field goal when, when the Rams won it. Like, I mean, oh, it yeah. Was, it was a goddamn roller coaster last week. If if I'm in for it this week, I might not make the show tomorrow because I might be in the hospital with some heart related <laughs> condition. You know, I'm I'm a very yeah. I, listen, I'm a, I'm a fairly athletic person. I work out. You know, I I I stay in in fairly good shape, but I I worry about my heart this week if if I it's another game like last week. Well, uh, you, me, and the listeners are all worried about your heart this week because we still <laughs> we need we need to continue getting your second advice here. And so, uh, you know, f- for us, we do all hope that the Rams win. And God damn it, I am also going to be hoping that the Rams win, but not by three and a half. We're K- we're super KODing this weekend. Oh, man, I, f- I know, wow. I know. I I love the I and I when I saw these numbers earlier this week, I jumped on them then, and the numbers haven't changed since I saw them first, and I'm doubling down i I fucking love them i'm i love the 49ers here and to keep it at a field goal now Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. this is the week where jimmy g shits the bed but i think shanahan has a legit coaching advantage over mcveigh and if debo samuel stays on the field the whole game i can't see these teams being separated by much more than a field goal so give me the damn niners plus the points insulation from the emotional potential by having a financial gain mad max that's what we're doing here right I want the Niners to go up 17. And then you're going to live. You're just going to go all in, like all in on the Rams, all in live bet on the Rams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because, now, because we know, we, we know where McVeigh learned it from. We know that he learned that from, from Shannon. <laughs> yes. Now I am looking, I am looking here at some other things. Interceptions thrown. Ooh. Ooh. Jimmy Garoppolo over 0.5 at minus 150. Now it's juiced as hell. Mm. Juiced as hell. The under is plus 115. I mean, uh, I don't think so. I think that, that line's almost right there. Matt Stafford over 0.5. See, he's a gunslinger. I think, and I'm not I'm not wishing, I'm not wishing ill, but Matt Stafford's the kind of quarterback that it feel it felt like at least last week was going to try and put the team on his shoulders, not necessarily when he needed to. And he may force some balls here. I, I don't necessarily see this happening guaranteed because i mean you know the odds are so damn close but i i'm gonna bet the over 0.5 interceptions for matt stafford and again think of this as an emotional hedge mad max i'd say i don't think there's enough value on the jimmy g uh under i plus 115 i think i i would need a little bit more to, to bet yeah, the, agree. the under on that one so yeah. oh yeah i i don't like that one um stafford probably throws an interception uh, you know, right. I, I think he throws an interception because because you, you're right. Uh, he, he it's going to be a point in the game where he's going to do something, he's gonna, you know, and, and I'll just hopefully it's not a pick six. He probably throws an interception. Um, if the game plan goes right for either of these teams, uh, uh, Stafford throws the ball, what, 23, 24 times max. You know, Garoppolo mm-hmm. throws the ball. 19 team times Mac. I'm, I'm not even joking here, right? If the game plans go as these teams wanted to, there shouldn't be a lot of opportunities for them to throw the ball. Right. I, I, it, 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 seems, it seems like that's, that's where this game is almost going. You know, when you look at the props on this as well for, uh, for some of these players, you know, Debo Samuel rushing yards uh, over under 51 and a half. 
That's a big I number. Love that. I love that though. I mean, that's a big. You, know, no- you think the over? Yeah. You think for, he's gonna- for a wide receiver? You know, getting fucking 50, uh, 50 rushing yards. You know, I, I think it's gonna happen. Uh, go well, then go back. Go of- back to that last week. Uh, sorry, go back to week to eighteen. Twist. Yeah. Go back to week eighteen. The Niners just fucking carved up that Rams defense by running the ball every single fucking play, and the Rams could not stop it. Well, and the, and establishing the run is so it feels like in divisional matchups is what is deeply important to uh what's the word like demeaning your opponent, <laughs> demoralizing you know? them. I think it's just yes. tiring tiring them out, like wearing them out, like mentally, physically. Uh, stop! Like honestly, stopping the run is one of the most physically challenging things to do in the game of football and having mm-hmm. to do that consistently and lining up and knowing that it's coming and that they're going to run it right down and just like the amount of efforts that it takes on play in and play out to do that is it's extraordinary it's it just breaks you down mentally and physically it does and i mean it's that's that's why i mean when when at, at first glance of this game you you think to yourselves my goodness there has to be some level of advantage for the 49ers however i mean this is the third matchup between these two teams this season. They, they these guys know each other. They're familiar. Mm-hmm. They're divisional opponents. Hell, and divisional matchups are mm, weird. Oh, so yeah, I've heard that before. I feel like, I mean, would it not be another another a, a perfect way to cap off last week where there are multiple football games that one of those games is a divisional matchup? Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes perfect sense. It makes it makes perfect sense. Is there anything else you're looking at betting here today, Mad Max? Any deeply degenerate stuff? Any anything else? I mean, you know, obviously we're we don't need to touch the NBA or NHL today, and so we probably won't. We we won't. I think as as one prop bet uh, over under how many times Mad Max says "Come on" during the game. I'm setting it at three. Only three. I'm setting it at three. I'm just smashing the over. I'm smashing the. Over. I just, I just put my life savings on the over, Mad Max. We, we've, we've talked, we joked about this off air, but Arch, he wants to handicap uh, doing the length of the Sunday episodes here. So I know. you know that, and he, he would be able to handicap it pretty good. He can, he has a decent sense. If he, if he only knew, you know, what kind of quality content, if he saw the script that I had here before, you know, he would really probably be dead on. But that'd be insider information. We can't let him do that. He's the odds makers just have to go off what they know from us. You know? I wanted this to be a short show, but knew we were fucked when we hit the, the my bookie read at 20 minutes in. I was like, well, this is a 40 minute show. This is not my fault, Mad Max. OK, we do our best to try and keep it nice and nice and tight for art for, for, for Arch. But it, there's just there's there's no there's no way to do it. Sometimes you and I, when we talk music, we just go. Kegels don't go. help this uh, th- this show at all. all right. <laughs> can't, can't keep it tight for Arch. Nope, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Well, on that note, DJs. That's all we got for you this morning. So come on out to the site, AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, so you can buy yourself a T-shirt. Follow the podcast on Twitter at BettingAbsolute. Come on, say hi to us out there. When it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.